Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Gian. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai, as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, May 1, 2022. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions. We at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast, Podmetrics. Thank you so much, Podmetrics, for the support, and I urge everyone to support them as well. And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Easter Sunday Mass cannot be replaced or superseded by any feast. So liturgically, Saint Joseph has no fiesta this year. And the Gospel is precisely what John has written, chapter 21, and the short form, the short form from 1 to 14 only. That's what we shall, that's what we shall read, John 21, 1 to 14 only. Okay. So therefore, let us pray first before we go on. Almighty God. Send your Holy Spirit upon us that we may read with faith your word. Reflect on it with hope and uh, realize it with love. Following your only begotten Son from whom we find uh, freedom, fulfillment, and the future with you forever. Amen. So now we shall uh, open our Bibles and listen to Sister Chilean. We still read for us John 21, 1 to 14, the short form. At that time, Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Together were Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. So he said to them, Cast the net over the right side of the boat, and you will find something. So they cast it, 
and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked his in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, for they were not far from the shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. Thank you, thank you very much. Now this gospel only St. John has written. But this gospel is for Sunday. But since on May 1 is the great feast of St. Joseph, I'd like to focus our reflection on him if only we focus our reflection on uh, what happened while they, Simon, Thomas, Nathaniel, James and John, and two other ap apostles were at work fishing on the Sea of Galilee or Tiberias. That's why even if the feast of Saint Joseph is omitted this year, liturgically speaking, we still can make a, a homily on Saint Joseph based on the same gospel, but with the disciples at work. Since Joseph is the patron saint of workers, Saint Joseph the carpenter of Nazareth, and uh, we know that on May 1, COVID-19 notwithstanding, the following Cebu parishes will celebrate their town or parish fiesta. Let me count them. The parish of Lawaan, Danao City. The parish of Magdugo, Toledo City the parish of Nueva Cáceres in Oslo, the parish of Panitpan in Katmon, the parish of Sangi Alegria, and the parish of Tabonok, Talisay City, and of course, the chaplaincy of the Associated Labor Union. And so it's, I find it very interesting to precisely study this gospel as a 
Gospel of Saint Joseph. Saint Joseph, as we know, I repeat, has other solo fiestas, but this May one is a great day for Saint Joseph. So let us try to understand why this feast of Saint Joseph, or at least a sermon, be delivered on him. Because in this gospel according to Saint John, the seven apostles were at work fishing. This is after the resurrection. In other words, following Christ does not mean we leave everything to follow him. No, we still go to war, and that's what they did. But here is the point. The seven apostles at night, because fishing was always done at night, they were fishing the whole night, all by themselves, without Jesus, therefore. And what happened? They caught nothing to eat. They may have caught seaweeds, but nothing to eat. No fish at all. But when Jesus, early dawn, day time already, appeared to them and commanded Simon to cast your net over on the right side of the boat and you will catch something. And thanks to their obedience to the command of Jesus, with Jesus they worked, they were fishing and they caught 153 large fish. So here we see a big difference between Jesus present and catching a lot and without Jesus catching nothing to eat. So this is now what we would like you to understand very well. How then, how then do we work with Jesus? so that we be successful at work. Let us apply here the CPCP that we have learned. When you are at work, at home or anywhere, be conscious of his presence. Be convinced of his power and be confident in his providence, at least by making the sign of the cross before you begin any work. That's how you work with Jesus. Therefore, during the fiestas of the parishes I mentioned, let there be a homily on this. Saint Paul, the, sec the sixth, has written precisely an encyclical 
on the development of peoples. And he said, among other things, that in order to develop individually and as a community, we must try to know more, do more, have more in order to be more. I have said this many, many times, and I won't tire repeating it, because this is what I call the e-more. E-more, more education, to know more. E-more, uh, employment, e-more. And then e-more, earnings, more earnings in order to be ethically be good and be doing good. Now, this is what we try to do. A big question really is how can we work with Jesus however little work we may be doing? Let me give you a little history about May 1. May 1, in the mid-19th century, was just a secular holiday. It was not a religious nor a political holiday. It was called May Day. Now, when the 20th century began, the first half of the 20th century, communism, as we know, started to spread throughout Europe. And uh, the Pope then, to combat atheistic communism, he wrote 40 years after Rerum Novarum, the first encyclical on labor. Pope Pius XI wrote Quadragissimo Anno on the dignity of human labor against communism. But it was Pope Pius XII who declared May 1 on May 1, 1955 as the feast of St. Joseph the Worker. So since then, the celebration of May 1 has become Catholic Christian Day, feast day of all workers. The prayer for the feast of Saint Joseph, as we know, has always been since 1955, this prayer, which I will now recite. God our Father, creator and ruler of the universe, in every age you call man to develop and use his gifts for the good of others. With Saint Joseph as, as example and guide, help us to do the work you have asked and come to the rewards you have promised. Amen. That is the prayer for Saint Joseph. 
So it is by his example and uh, his guidance that we go out to work day after day. It is not easy. It is not easy because there are so many distractions we may have to meet. But I repeat, with the sign of the cross, because we have been saved by the passion of the cross, and in the name of the Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit, because we begin our salvation when we are baptized. At least that, that will remind you, because no one makes the sign of the cross to do something evil. When you make the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, you mean to be good and to do good at home and at work. Saint Joseph, I repeat, has other feasts. March 19 is believed to be the day that Saint Joseph happily died. He is therefore considered the patron saint for a happy death. But that is not written in the Bible, but oral tradition has assured us of that. But I repeat, here in Cebu, Saint Joseph is celebrated his feast is celebrated in many ways. Therefore, we ask ourselves, if Saint Joseph is the patron of every worker, every Christian worker, how should we at home, for example, honor, celebrate St. Joseph on May 1 by precisely doing our homework, our house chores with his presence, power, and providence. He has been called the just man by St. Matthew in his gospel. Why was Joseph called a just man? What is justice? We have defined or described it many times already. Justice is when there is a place for everyone and everyone is in his or her place. Precisely Joseph knew his place in the Holy Family as well as in the church. He would marry Mary and he would be the foster father of Mary's child. And he was precisely instructed to name Mary's child Jesus, meaning Savior. He was a just, man, a just man. He knew his place. And when at 12 years of age, 
when Jesus was found in the temple, when he said, I must be in my father's house, I must do my father's affairs. Joseph heard that, and as a just man, he knew that that was the end of his role. He practically disappeared. He, nothing is written about him after that, but we know that for 12 years, Joseph must have worked honestly and humbly. He must have worked well and wisely because together with Mary, we know, and St. Luke testifies to this, precisely because of Joseph working well and wisely and Mary also cooking well and wisely, their son, Jesus, grew in both in body and wisdom and was gaining favor with God and his church. So their work, Mary in the kitchen and Joseph in the carpenter's shop, the child Jesus grew. We have to do the same if we want to follow the example and the guidance of Saint Joseph. Of course, we cannot be like Mary, the Immaculate Conception. Of course, we cannot be entirely like Joseph, the just man, the silent worker. You know, in the Gospels, not a word of his is recorded. He is silent all throughout, but he is a great doer. We know that he was really with Jesus all the time from Nazareth to Bethlehem, from Bethlehem to Egypt, from Egypt back to Nazareth. And there, for 12, at least for the first 12 years, he was with Jesus all the time. Josephine, Joseph, all those named with, by, with, under, after Joseph, should be celebrating this May 1, the great feast of Saint Joseph, the worker, carpenter. So here I pause for some of your questions and reflections on this matter. I repeat. Next Sunday is, of course, Easter Sunday, the third Sunday of Easter. But I repeat, since this is a great feast of St. Joseph, and it comes only once in seven years, that May 1 falls on a Sunday, we should take advantage of this, since we are not preaching often about Joseph. Let's take advantage of this day to talk about Joseph, whom we now mention at Mass. We say, with, have mercy on us, o Lord, we pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, and with Saint Joseph, her spouse, 
Joseph as the spouse of Mary, I repeat, is celebrated on March 19. But that is also called the day, the feast of Saint Joseph as patron of happy death. But in Mandawi, the national shrine of Saint Joseph as husband of Mary is celebrated on May 8. Questions, therefore. And now, words from our sponsor. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500YOCCBU so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast. Good Easter morning, Monsignor. Good Easter morning. We are happy to hear about St. Joseph. May I ask, we, was he young or old man? Was he a young man or an old man? That has been the question. But let us be honest with ourselves. If we want to preserve the dignity of Mary as a virgin therefore she must have no other child if the Bible the Bible speaks about brothers and sisters of Jesus those are relatives because they had no word for cousins those are relatives of Jesus they were not sons or daughters of Joseph. Joseph was engaged to Mary and at that time engagement was between a man and a woman of the same age. If we believe that Mary was maybe 16 years old during the Annunciation, let's say Joseph must be maybe 20 years old. Because an old man could not bear the fatigue, for example, with Mary pregnant, maybe on a donkey, uh, Joseph walking by, by the side of, because the donkey could not carry both of them. See, he must have walked, and that was that is a, a, a week's walk from Nazareth to Bethlehem for Christmas. And from 
Bethlehem when warned about Herod, they must have gone to Egypt. And again, they had no bus ride at that time, only with a donkey. And from Egypt back to Nazareth, he was really protecting the child Jesus and Mary. He could only be a just man, a silent worker, but young in age. There are some who say that Joseph precisely had other children. That cannot be. We say that it is out of respect that Joseph married Mary. They were of the same age. And it is an insult to him if he could not precisely keep the vows of Mary to be virgin all the time. Some therefore say he must be old because old people do not anymore. That's not true. That is not true. Joseph was only a young man. We do not know when he died. We do not know. But tradition tells us that he must have died in the presence of Joseph of Mary and Jesus. That's why he died happily. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. May I ask you, Monsignor? The Gospel tells us that Peter counted the large space, they quote, 153. Does the number uh, mean anything? <laughs> you know, there are three saints who enjoy trying to guess what the number exactly meant at that time. We have Saint Jerome, Saint Cyril of Alexandria, and Saint Augustine. St. Jerome says the number 153, 153 is symbolic of the number of kinds of species of fish in the world and also therefore the number of kinds of men to be saved by Jesus. If the apostles caught 153 large fish because they were obedient to the command of Jesus to cast the net, St. Jerome says, as long as we also are obedient to the laws of God, then we can all be saved, 153 kinds of men and women in the world. That's St. Jerome. St. Cyril, Cyril of Alexandria has another guess at what exactly the number means. He says that 100 is the fullness of the Gentiles. 
100 is the number of sheep that a shepherd can guide. And 100 are the days that a seed can grow. 100. 50, St. Cyril says, is the symbolic number of the remnant of Israel. And three is, of course, symbolic of the Blessed Trinity. So, he says that 153 is precisely the work of Jesus for the Gentiles as well as for the Jews, but always under the Blessed Trinity. St. Augustine is a more interesting and amusing guest. St. Augustine said, 10 is the symbol of the law of the Ten Commandments. Seven, of course, is in the Bible a number of perfection. So add seven to 10, you have 17. Now, St. Augustine says, you add, you add, 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 plus 5 plus 6 plus 7 plus 8 9 10 and up to 17 and they add they add the total 153 so what does that mean according to saint augustine it means this that the law the ten commandments and the and the grace in the New Testament, again under the Blessed Trinity, would be precisely the total work of Christ's salvation of our sins through his suffering. So, one, or ten, plus fifty, plus three. But those are just amusing guesses of what the number was. Actually, what should we be convinced of is that precisely between coal catching nothing and catching 153 large fish, there is a big difference that only Jesus can make when we are at work with him. I have another question, Monsignor. How was St. Joseph a just man and a silent worker? As we have said, he was a just man. He knew his role, and when he had played it, he simply disappeared. So when he knew, heard Jesus that I have a father, Joseph said, now I disappear since I have only been his foster father. He has Pala, a father in heaven. So he was a just man. For Joseph, there was no such thing as family dynasty. Once he knew his role was played, he disappeared. He was like John the Baptist. When he knew that Jesus was already around, to begin his public life and ministry, very humbly, John says, now I must decrease and he will increase. 
That is how we play our role justly. Silent worker. In the whole New Testament, even in the Gospels, no word of his has been recorded. Why? Because the Bible is not about Joseph. It's about Jesus. But we can presume that he must have been talking in his shop because Jesus grew in age and wisdom and grace before God and man. No more questions. But uh, let us place ourselves under the patronage of Saint Joseph, especially as the protector and provider of the Holy Family. The communists in the first half of the 20th century, I repeat, took over this May Day, which was neither religious nor political holiday. They took it over and designated it as the Communist Workers' Day, Mayo Uno. That's why Mayo Uno is somehow leftist, if there is any group that has taken the name Mayo Uno. But for us, May Day is a great religious holiday, the feast of Saint Joseph the Worker. Mary worked in the kitchen, and Jesus grew as the carpenter's son. He is known as the carpenter's son. So if you read this Sunday's Gospel, of course, it is the third time that Jesus was revealed to his disciples after he rose from the dead. Of course, it is about Easter, but I repeat, since this is a great day of St. Joseph, let us also give him that chance. Let's talk about him on May 1 as our protector and provider in our families. We don't talk about him very often, I repeat. As a matter of fact, this is the very first time that we have spoken, studied his life and his role as the patron saint of workers. After all, we have still three other Sundays of Easter, and we can continue to talk about Easter, the resurrection in those coming Sundays. But don't let us let this Sunday pass by without learning more about Saint Joseph. Okay, so as I have said, let us say that prayer to God so that with the example and guidance of St. Joseph, when we do the work God has asked us to do, 
and we come to the rewards that God has promised us. So, with no more questions and uh, reflections, we might as well end our study period here. And I give you my final blessing. The Lord be with you. The Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much. And see you again on May 8th. Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast for your ears only. I am Brother Guillen signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all and to God be the glory. You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host, Brother Guillen, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time, 